celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Wednesday, October 26, 2022. That is 1026-2022. That is your date. We welcome you to the show as we begin another week of covering the great sport of Kings Las Vegas style. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. From the studios over the Airways Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas, covering the world, as you know, on many different platforms that we have. How about your websites? Hmm? You want to listen to us on a web website through your computer? How about racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global? There you are. And maybe you want to listen to us on your smartphones, those devices that you panic when you can't find. Your iPhones, your Androids, you can get your... KSHP radio station app at your app store, KSHP app at your app store. Put it on your device, and you can hear us streaming like right now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there too. Yeah, we're at the podcasting. So however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the Race Day Show on this uh, Wednesday morning, a chilled Wednesday morning. Look, we are getting into the end of October. And now we're getting into the real fall weather and inching into the winter weather. But that's, uh, you know, that's a, a month or two away, two, at least uh, two months away. So right now the sun is just peeking over the building here at the studios. And it is bright. Sun's bright. Sky's blue. Ground's dry. And it's chilly. 52 degrees right now. Ten minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, it is 52 degrees here. We're going to get up to 75, and this is going to be the uh, the type of weather we're going to have for at least the foreseeable future, certainly throughout the weekend. No wind. Oh, thank goodness. No wind expected. You know, the weatherman isn't always right, sometimes like our handicappers. Most of the time, they do a good job. So, right now, we've got uh, no wind in sight. Sun shining, sky blue, chilly in the morning, and uh, a fall-like afternoon highs. 75 degrees today. I think we're going to get down to 73 sometime during the week as well. So those are our toppers. But that's here in Las Vegas where it's fast, firm, and perfect. Always in our race books. You know that. We have nine days. N-I-N-E. Now we're down to one digit. Nine days. Two hours, 16 minutes, and 39 seconds and counting until the two-day Breeders' Cup Championship to be held at Keeneland Racecourse in Lexington, Kentucky. <clears throat> wow. Got to tell you, this is shaping up to be one hell of a Breeders' Cup. And I want to remind everybody out there that we are having a Breeders' Cup seminar here in Las Vegas. Yes, we are. And our Breeders' Cup seminar will be held at the conclusion of the first of the two-day Breeders' Cup championships on the day when they have the five juvenile races for two-year-olds. 
That is, of course, the fourth day of November, Friday, and then right around 6 o'clock after the first day of competition in Breeders' Cup is over. We'll be taking the stage at the South Point in the Grand View Lounge, which is adjacent to the race book. Nice, big, beautiful lounge. You've been to lounges before. You know how it is. You got a stage. You got nice tables to sit at, etc. Cocktail service. It's going to happen at the Grand View Lounge, the seminar, the Breeders' Cup seminar, featuring in-house handicapper John Lindo and Jonathan Hardoon, who will. Uh, Maybe he might even use that stage for his little soapbox. Who knows? Anyhow, they're going to be handicapping all of the races on the big championship day where they have the eight divisional championships, concluding with, of course, the Breeders' Cup Classic, all waiting for flight line. So we'll be taking a look at that. We're also going to be taking a look at not only handicapping those races, but how to bet into the pools, all those pools that they'll have available as well to try to make some money, right? That's what we're there. we're there for, to watch championship racing and cash as well. So that'll happen on Friday night, 6 o'clock, in the Grandview Lounge. And then after that, on Saturday, in the big ballroom, we're going to have uh, the Breeders' Cup Championship Day of Racing betting. A lot of betting windows. Big, huge banquet tables to spread out all of your stuff. And even bigger than life, big screen TVs to watch these races live. It's all happening at the South Point. Breeders' Cup weekend, Friday and Saturday. And if you're uh, intending on or uh, on the fence and say, you know what, yeah, I think I want to join them, and you're not in town and you don't want to drive up, here's the deal. Fly up and uh, stay at the uh, South Point. Got great rooms, and they have a uh, special Breeders' Cup uh, room rate package. Uh, a few are still available. And you tell them you heard it on race day and you get all set up. The number to call for that, if you want to do that, is 866-780-7223. I'll repeat it, 866-780-7223. And that's it. Going to have a great time. Because this championship is going to be really, really good. All right. Flight line is in uh, Lexington at uh, Keeneland. He took a strong gallop this morning. Very impressed for the people who saw it. I saw the gallop on video on uh, Twitter this morning. Doing just fine. Boy, does he... He cuts a figure on a racetrack. The way he strides out and the amount of ground he does it just so easily without any effort, it seems. Great stuff. All right, so here's the deal. They took pre-entries for the Breeders' Cup races yesterday. They are now sealed in a Funkin' Wagnalls mayonnaise jar that will be released uh, on tomorrow. The former TVG, now FanDuel uh, Cable Network, will announce those uh, pre-entries tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time on their network. And we will find out the horses that are cross-entered Specifically, I'm interested in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile and the Breeders' Cup Classic to see how many horses not only cross-entered, but which one is a preference when uh, they made the pre-entries declarations on Monday. All right? So we're we're in the holding pattern right now. The Daily Racing Form Advance Edition with all the everything you ever need plus some Every past performance lifetime of every horse and every pre-entered race, every one, even the cross-entered twice, are going to be put together, the Daily Racing Form Breeders' Cup Advanced Edition that has a whole bunch of other great statistics, etc. A keeper for sure, and certainly a, uh, a form that you'll be carrying around for a week and a half. That will be available where you get your racing form Thursday morning. Okay? So that how that's how it shakes out this week for Breeders' Cup. Pre-entry's done in a holding pattern, announced tomorrow on FanDuel TV at 9 a.m., and then the printers start cranking out the daily racing form advanced Breeders' Cup edition that will be on 
the newsstands, and wherever you get yours by Thursday morning. Now, uh, looks like there's going to be a possibility of some rain today at Keeneland. Today, okay? But, you know, we're looking ahead, obviously. We want, we hope that, you know, the weather's been beautiful at Keeneland so far. But the Breeders' Cup is not here yet. And so, looking ahead to Breeders' Cup weekend, the Weather Service in advance has said, here's what they have predicted now, and they're not always right either, up to 44% chance of rain on Friday morning of Breeders' Cup day one, topping out around 66 degrees. And they say it continues with a 35% chance of rain on the big Saturday Breeders' Cup card at Keeneland with a topper at 58 degrees. Now that's their predictions. We will wait and see and keep our fingers crossed. Really that simple. And so we roll on. What an announcement they made the other day. Two days after Flightline runs in the Breeders' Cup Classic, expected to win. They say after he's experienced his defining moment in the Breeders' Cup Classic, the undefeated $1.39 million earner before the Classic, obviously, is going to start his second career start as a stallion, and when that happens... Uh, he's 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 going to obviously be very expensive. But there's going to be an innovative auction held at Keeneland. They're going to uh, put up for bid a 2.5% ownership share in Flightline. That'll be at the Keeneland November breeding stock sale on November the 7th, which is two days after the Breeders' Cup Classic. So those even thinking of jumping in that have the uh, do-re-mi to do it, the 2.5% share, will at least know what he did in the Breeders' Cup Classic before that. Isn't that amazing? Okay. Kind of a neat twist, huh? Flightline ownership share of 2.5% of the ownership goes on forbidding in the Keeneland November breeding stock sale two days after the Breeders' Cup Classic. The winning bidder will receive all rights, benefits, and obligations of co-ownership accordance with the uh, syndication agreement. And uh, they will have access to mating seasons and a share of the breeding revenue in accordance with their percentage of ownership. Wow. What a deal, huh? That's a twist. All right, on today's show, we got Jonathan Hardoon. He's got a soapbox working, and he's also got a selection for us at Keeneland. Rich Ang has his Keeneland selection and sheet. So does John Lendo. And uh, we'll get an update uh, with John and the other guys, and uh, maybe even Jerry Jackowitz will stop in with his view of what's going on as well. So as we make it to our first, first commercial break. Oh, man going to get interesting is it not and by the way the breeders cup horses this week will go into their final workouts we understand that jackie's warrior and aloha west put down quick drills in their final preps for the breeders cup sprint and breeders cup philly mare sprint we'll be right back want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right back on race day las vegas uh as we were saying uh final workouts going on and of course uh, they're really tightening the screws on a lot of horses no doubt about that uh jackie's warrior uh, who will probably be the favorite for the sprint, rolled through uh, posting splits of 23.46, 46.61, uh, and he uh, galloped out uh, three quarters in 112.06 after going the uh, five-eighths in 58.83. So he's, uh, he's they tightened the screw on that one. Aloha West coming back to defend his title in the sprint. Remember, he won it last year in an upset and a photo finish. He went five furlongs in 34.59 and 58.77. Galloped out three-quarters in 112.87. And, uh, you know, as I said, Flightline just took a really nice gallop that everybody was just in awe of while the lights were still on before dawn, about uh, 6.30, I guess, this morning at uh, Keeneland. So all the good stuff happening there. And, uh, you know, that big upset winner, Rich Strike, in the Kentucky Derby went out for a leisurely breeze. So uh, they're all getting ready, as we are, right? We're going to get ready. Sure we are. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the race book. Simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. I want to remind you, as we always do, first post times uh, we broadcast on the show each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas and you're going to go out to the books today, we are in the Pacific time zone. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. However, if you're listening anywhere else on the many different uh, delivery systems and streamings that we have and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it so you don't miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? Here then is the menu of racetracks available for you today around the country. And of course, we hope. We always want you to be ready for the, the menu. And so I guess we'll wait and see if you're ready for the menu. So the question is, are you ready? Boom. All right, here we go. Delaware Park starts off your menu today. They have uh, eight races. Their first post time is 9.30, 9.30 at uh, Delaware Park. Then we go to Mahoning Valley. Mahoning Valley. 9.45 is their first post time for eight races. They have a pick six jackpot carryover of $2,823. First post time, Mahoning, 9.45. Then you have Parks Racing. Parks, man, they always got a good carryover going on, don't they? Their pick five jackpot. Pick five jackpot carryover. $181,932. How about that? $181,932 for the Pick 5 jackpot carryover at Parks. They have 11 races today, and their first post time is 9.55. Then we go to Keeneland, host of uh, this year's Breeders' Cup. They say it's. Uh, they say they got a 35% chance of rain today at Keeneland as well. Eight races today at Keeneland. They got a uh, super high five carryover there, left over from uh, Sunday, of $8,352. That's a, a super high five carryover, not a jackpot, just a carryover there, plain carryover, $8,352. Eight races today, first post time, 10 a.m. We'll wait and see what the weather holds there today. Finger Lakes, the upstate New York racetrack, has uh, eight races. Their first post time is 10-10. 10-10 at Finger Lakes today. Uh, and then, uh, oh, they have a carryover in their pick six of $2,693 at Finger Lakes today. First post time, 10-10. Then you go to the Presque Isle Downs. Presque Isle has eight races. Their first post time is 10-30. 10-30 at Presque Isle. 
for their eight race card. And then comes Horseshoe Indianapolis. Ten races today. The last race will be a quarter horse race. The first nine will be thoroughbreds. And the first post time of 11.30, 11.30 at Horseshoe Indianapolis. They have a pick six jackpot carryover. A nice one. 137713 bucks today. Jackpot pick six carryover at Horseshoe Indianapolis. First post time, 11.30. Then we go to Delta Downs. They have nine races today. First post time, 2.55. Penn National will kick it in with uh, eight races. First post time, 3 p.m. at Penn Nat. And, of course, uh, they have a super high five jackpot carryover of $3,068. And then Charlestown. Charlestown races. They have a 4 p.m. first post time for eight races, Charlestown does, and uh, their carryover and their pick six jackpot is $1,553. First post time, 4 p.m. Charlestown. And then we wrap it up with Remington. Remington Park has nine races, and their first post time is 5.05. All first post times again, Pacific. That's your menu for today, your racing menu, anyhow. Uh, now we're going to go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by on that soapbox. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I'm going to ask you, what's, uh, what's your opinion of the, uh, the flight line auction? I think it's ridiculous. I mean, how much, you know, they're just looking like they want to squeeze every penny out. You know, they're already talking about the horse being syndicated for $70 million. So (laughs) if that's not enough and they have to go sell two and a half percent more, I feel bad for these people. (laughs) Well, but wait a minute. You know, there's inflation out there. $70 million does not not go as far as it used to. Listen, Tappet stands for 185000 a year. What do you think uh, Flatline's going to stand for? Tappet stands for eighty five, dollars and he's a proven sire. 185, dollars $185,000. $185,000. i am sorry. $185,000, and he's a proven sire. Exactly. I mean, you listen, you remember Cigar? He came up sterile. I mean, there are champions that unfortunately don't have another career as a stud, uh, but that's not going to happen, hopefully not with him, and not in this day and age. They check every hair on your head believe me when they go and make these big syndications before they're spending any any money they want to make sure they're getting the goods that's right a lot of expensive little fishies running around there that's for sure <laughs> they're all swimming up shore yeah that's right upstream <laughs> well are you are you doing some preliminary work now that the pre-entries are in although we don't know what it is you know because they no it's in a box like you yeah. said it's in the funkin wagner's uh, uh mayonnaise, mayonnaise jar. jar now you know <laughs> only people of our generation would know what that means <laughs> exactly <laughs> other people are saying what the hell are they talking about but it's by uh, the way, Ralph. They had they did have rain yesterday in Keeling, so keep that in mind. And uh, they're expecting a chance of more rain today. People that saw this uh, flight line on the track this morning, yeah, uh, I spoke to someone, and the, the amazing thing about him and what everybody is in awe of is the stride he takes. Uh, other horses have to take two strides yeah. to his one. That's why he always draws off in his victories because he's just. Uh, he floats different than than, he just, than anything we've seen. He just floats along and carries so much ground in his effortless strides that uh, it is amazing. It's 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 genuine, it's very unique, and it's uh, it's in that purple haze of uh, certainly uh, horses. That's for sure. We'll wait and see though. They they got to do it on the track, and we will wait and see. That's for I, sure. But all systems are go right now. Yeah, and, and everyone should really take a step back and enjoy the moment. You, you don't have to bet the race. You don't have to bet the horse. I mean, this is something you're going to see, you know, maybe once in a lifetime. Who knows how, you know, horses like this don't come along all that often. And this is something to enjoy and really appreciate. Yeah, no question about that. And, of course, you know, uh, this is a horse, uh, I think, of a lifetime, of a generation, and and me being – the age that I am, uh, I saw, I've seen one already in Secretary, and I, I hopefully will get a chance to see another one soon. 
Well, the Pacific Classic performance was very similar to the yeah. Secretariat performance, wasn't it? When was the last time you saw a performance like that? Was Secretariat, and how much long, you know, what was it, 50 or 60 years later, you get to see it again? So. Uh, but I can tell you this, uh, Secretariat lost at least three times, I know. Of. Everyone loses. Yeah. You're right, Ralph. Everybody loses sooner or later. You know, listen, they have bad days. Like, athletes have bad days. Guys go and strike out four times, throw four interceptions. You know, it happens. But uh, hopefully it doesn't happen on British Cup Day because I think the world should get an opportunity to see how great this horse is. Yeah. And, and yeah, no question about that. Now, I just pulled up on the Weather Channel uh, website the latest of what they are predicting for Friday and Saturday of Breeders' Cup. Now, the Friday of the Breeders' Cup, the 4th of November, uh, they say it's partly cloudy. You have 19% chance now of rain on that day uh, for uh, at least that's what they say. And um, south southwest winds at 14 miles an hour. Partly cloudy. Then on Saturday, Breeders' Cup Day, start out with 48 degrees, has a 24, 24% chance of rain on that Saturday, topping off at 69 degrees and southwest, south-southwest uh, breezes at 13 miles an hour. So it's, and on Sunday, you Sunday you go up to 37, uh, 7%. So if we can get that, uh, if we can get that front moving a little quicker through there, maybe we can uh, catch the backside and it won't be so bad. But after, uh, after Friday, uh, it looks like there's going to be a certain uh, percentage of precipitation there in Lexington through the following Wednesday, uh, the 9th of uh, November. So let's uh, cross our fingers. Wow. Well, well. They can't get it right when they're two days out. And you want to look two weeks out or <laughs> ten days out? Well, just, yeah, you let's, really are a man of faith. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> just, let's just hope they're wrong this time. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so, you know, I'm assuming that you and uh, John, when you guys uh, take the stage on uh, Friday night for the seminar, I mean, when we get to handicapping races, so, like the Breeders' Cup Classic, we're going to assume that you guys are going to – you know, try to find a way of making flight line, uh, making a bet on flight line, <clears throat> get you from chicken feathers to chicken soup because he's right now, he's the four to nine favorite in advance uh, wagering or you know the advance predictions. Uh, so we got to. I hope that you guys are going to try to help out the folks there uh, with the betting options and betting ways of making money too. Well, we're going to try to make a one-to-five shot, maybe into a five-to-one shot, you know, yeah. with a cold exacto or something like that. Obviously, you have to figure out some sort of way to make money, and, you know. But, but again, you have so many races in two days. Yeah. One race you can take off and enjoy. Yeah. But, but listen, again, it's all about gambling and trying to make money and trying to find value. So when you have a one-to-five shot, you try to, you know, zoom in on a uh, cold exacto or something with somewhat of a price horse and yeah. hope you're right. Well, yeah, but the way the betting pools are, I mean, the pick six, the late pick five, late pick four, all that stuff ends in the classic. So if you're doing those race over race bets, you have to make a decision if you're going to put all that faith in flight line to make him a singleton or if you got to spread money and really make the ticket start to explode because you do have other very capable horses. you got Epicenter, Life is Good, I assume Tavia or Taba. Uh, Olympiad, Hot Rod Charlie, Country Grammar, Cyberknife uh, is uh, being considered for that, right? Yeah, but he's going to go on the mile. All right. so Unless said, something drastic happens in the last 10 days, and I don't see it happening. You know, hopefully everyone stays sound and is going to show up. Yeah. But that's the advantage you have of being able to cross-enter yeah. because if something happens, and things always do happen oh, yeah. in this game, we've seen horses scratch the morning of, of the Belmont Stakes so going for the Triple Crown. You know, I mean, you see things happen. Horses get hurt. They're, they're, it's, it's a tough game. You know, so you cross empty, you take advantage of the situation that the horse put himself in. He was able to earn winning your in, you know, so he deserves the right to cross enter like yeah. other horses are going to do. Are you referring to the Belmont scratch of I'll Have Another? 
Oh, that's one of them. Uh, yeah. Didn't uh, spectacular bid uh, scratch when he stepped on a nail or something? No, he ran. Race, he or? ran. He got beat. Oh, he ran. Okay. Yeah, well, he whatever. He so. ran in the race and got beat, and then they 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 divulged that he stepped on a safety pin in the stall that morning. Oh, that was nice to tell everyone after the fact. Yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's always nice for that. Isn't it? All right, yeah. so uh, we're gonna try to do something before the fact and get a winner out of you for Keeneland. What uh, now is Keeneland? Okay, uh, Keeneland, uh, you know, fair racing and all that good stuff for you right now. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, it's t- it's a tough track because again, you have horses that ship from ten tracks into that track. You have them coming from all over. So when that's the you know, and the horse is running over it for the first time and everything else that goes with it, but that's part of handicapping. It's a challenge. If it was easy, everybody would do it and make money, but it isn't easy. Right. And, and uh, I do, know, I do want to earn it. I do want to mention out there to folks that when I went through the menu, I did uh, tell everybody about the super high five carryover of eight thousand three hundred fifty-two dollars. But they didn't hit the pick six on Sunday at, at Keeneland. The fives paid eleven hundred twenty-eight dollars and forty-three cents. So they do have a carryover in the pick six today at Keeneland, and it's a regular pick six. It's not one of the jackpot gimmicks or anything like that. It's a regular pick six. And the carryover uh, for today is already sitting there at $30,468. So I want to make that uh, point very clear. They have a pick and six one other note about their One other note about their pick six, Ralph, it is a dollar-based dollar base $1. bet. $1. Yeah, like gotta, New York. Yeah, we got to say that. It's a dollar-based bet. It's a regular pick six. It goes out the door. Uh, $30,468 to any of the six tickets. Otherwise, you'll get another carryover. But today it does have a carryover. So... Then the next question is asking Jonathan Hardoon, where is he going with a pick? We're going to go to the fourth race. Just before we give it out, tomorrow, by the way, at, at New York, they have a big pick six carryover, also uh, close to $160,000. So right. It's a hundred, do your homework tonight because, yeah. It's $159,032 in the carryover at Belmont at uh, the Big A tomorrow. Let's see if we can try to nail the Keeneland one today. Let's look at the fourth race today, Ralph. Uh, six and a half furlongs on the main track, and I like the number four horse in here, Cathedral Beach. Uh, this is a three-year-old Ridgeling from the Safi Joseph Barn. This horse was last claimed at Aqueduct, Belmont at Aqueduct, uh, uh-huh. transferred to Safi Joseph Barn, and now ends up in Keelan. The horse does have a work over the track, so that's good. He's listed at four to one on the morning line. He's an improving horse, getting better with each start. Number four, Cathedral Beach wins today's fourth race out of Keeneland. All right, fourth race at Keeneland, the four Cathedral Beach is Jonathan Hardoon's play, the four in the fourth. Easy to remember, the full sheet for Keeneland today is at Jonathan's website. And I would imagine, Jonathan, that uh, in about an hour and 20 minutes, you'll be in front of your cable TV uh, channel, FanDuel, waiting to see the announcement of the pre-entries. I guess we'll we'll give it a look. We've got plenty of time, and uh, the post position draw, to me, is the most important. Yeah, no question about that, uh, because Keeneland's race course is a little bit, uh, it has its uh, idiosyncrasies, that's for sure. It's a, it's a unique uh, configuration at Keeneland with a short stretch, a long stretch, bada-bing, bada-bing, bada-bong, but you guys will figure it all out. That's our job. Yes, it is. And we're going to put you to it, buddy. <laughs> All right, take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralphie. Stay safe and be well. All right, you got it, my man. Jonathan Hardoon. I knew we had a little soapbox uh, reaction to the uh, flight line bid there. Imagine maybe John Lindo, and we'll have a thought about that, too. We'll have Rich Ang and John Lindo, possibly even Jerry J. Before the show's over, two more selections uh, at Keeneland, that's for sure. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on race day. Also, I want to remind you, on the Breeders' Cup weekend, right there at the South Point, we got more than just uh, the Breeders' Cup performances. The Professional Bull Riders Challenge will be at the South Point Arena that weekend. The challenge is on uh, November the 3rd. You can go to, if you wanted to see tickets for that, and these guys are talk about brave guys the professional bull riders will be at the south point as well on the weekend of breeders cup along with us and uh, you can get tickets at ppr.com if you're interested in that that's uh, always fun that's for sure and uh we now go to rich ang standing by richie good morning hey good morning ralphie uh listening to that uh, uh promo for the bull riders that tells me that parking Spaces are going to be at a premium over mm-hmm. at the South Point. That place is going to be loaded with customers and uh, fans. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, but they, I got I feel they have a special parking lot for those uh, guys participating, though, that helps out. That's for sure. But it's always busy. It's a, there's always a, it's really a happening place. I mean, people, you know, outside of Las Vegas that hear about all the mega resorts on the Strip have no idea how uh, fantastic the uh, South Point is on many different uh, levels, including the most important one, customer service and and, uh, respecting the players out there, that's for sure. Got to stop and see the South Point whenever you're in town. All right. Well, we got uh, racing at Keeneland today. And, uh, Richie, (laughs) I know you're about ready to get real busy as soon as they (laughs) announce the pre-entries today. The presses will be going full tilt. And the printer ink will be firing away on the Breeders' Cup advanced edition of the Daily Racing Form, right? Yeah, the uh, the BCA goes to print tonight. And uh, God willing, and the creek doesn't rise, Ralph, I'll have the uh, advance here in the morning, Thursday morning. Uh-huh. And uh, people can stop by the office. If you're, if you're listening in Las Vegas, you can stop by the office here at 6000 Southeastern Avenue, Suite 2. Two B is in boy, mm-hmm. or um, most of the casinos in town will have a quantity also uh, available for sale. So uh, it'll be easy to get to here in Vegas. And uh, I know, Ralph, you have just thousands of listeners outside of uh, Nevada. Uh, if people still want to order it, uh, they can call me at the office uh, at 702-261-9400. Just put in an order, and I'll take care of it tomorrow when uh, I get the uh, advance. No question about that, and that's a popular uh, edition of the Daily Racing Forum, that's for sure. All right, well, after we uh, take a look at what FanDuel TV will broadcast in the pre-entries today at 9 a.m., we'll be also uh, playing the races at Keeneland today. you got eight races. First post time is 10 a.m., and I would imagine that uh, you have a selection for us, and reminding everybody you have a full Keeneland sheet right now at the racedaylasvegas.com websites. Yeah, I'll try to set up a rolling double with Jonathan. Jonathan likes uh, in the fourth race the four. Uh-huh. Now let's go to the fifth race. It's a mile and an eighth on the grass. Okay. Let's go with the two, a running B. This horse uh, from Chad Brown, Tyler Gaffley-Owen riding. This horse did not run well at all at the dueling grounds, but that's kind of a, a tricky course. Uh, sometimes the ground gets a little soft. They had a lot of rain there during the meet. But uh, this horse showed some promise at Saratoga breaking the maiden. I think this horse bounces back today. 25 win plays, two for the ROI. Number two, running B in the fifth at Keeneland. Chad Brown, Gaffleone on the turf. Hmm. Fifth race, the uh, anchor race in the early pick five and early pick four at Keeneland. We might have found ourselves a singleton. We did in the fifth race, the two horse running B, the two in the fifth race at Keeneland is Rich Ang's play. And of course, uh, you can get the rest right now of uh, what Richie has to offer at the racedaylasvegas.com website. And, of course, tomorrow, the Breeders' Cup Advanced Edition of the Racing Forum. All right, Richie, get to work, pal. Hey, hey, thanks, Ralphie. Good luck, everybody. All right, we'll be back with uh, John Lindo. Maybe even uh, Jerry Jackowitz will stop by. But uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to say with John, so don't go away. we got one more pick, at least, from John coming. For today's Keeneland races, we'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? 
South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Alrighty. I want to remind everybody that uh, coming up this weekend on uh, Saturday, some nice stakes races. Uh, Belmont at Aqueduct has four nice stakes races. The AWOD. The uh, pumpkin pie, of course, uh, that's Saturday, and, and uh, Halloween will be on uh, Monday. And two graded stakes races, the grade three bold ruler and the grade two Kelso stakes. And then, of course, uh, at uh, Santa Anita, it'll be uh, the big day of Calbred horses. It'll be uh, the Golden State uh, Racing uh, Breeders' Day, including on the uh, racing card on Saturday at Santa Anita. The uh, Autumn Miss, a grade three on the turf. The Golden State Juvenile. The Golden State Juvenile Phillies. The Goldicova, a grade two on the turf. The Lure Stakes and the Senator Ken Matty Stakes, along with the Twilight Derby, a grade two on the turf. So you can see there'll be seven stakes races on Saturday at uh, Santa Anita because there, quite frankly, were none over this past weekend, that's for sure. John Lindo, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good, good. We got a we got a whole stack of stakes races coming up on uh, Saturday at San Anita. Yeah, like you said, seven stakes races. And what they did, as opposed to getting, you know, kind of run over on Breeders' Cup Day, they just moved everything to the weekend before. It's kind of quiet this weekend, otherwise. And yeah. I, I think it's a good idea. They're going to get the attention of the of the horse players with all those stakes races. So. Let's hope the field sizes are good and we have some good wagering opportunities. Yeah, the Calbred horses will be on Saturday at Santa Anita. And on Sunday, uh, Belmont at Aqueduct has their uh, Empire uh, uh, Classics Day for the New York Breds. That include a bunch of stakes races there. The Empire Classic, Empire Distaff, the Hudson, the Iroquois, the Maid of the Mist, the Mohawk, Sleepy uh, Hollow, and the Ticonderoga all on uh, Sunday at uh, Belmont at Aqueduct, and Zia Park has all the uh, New Mexico bred horses on their New Mexico bred stakes racing as well. So we got the uh, the in-state uh, Breeders' Cup type of framework uh, for those uh, states that are holding it uh, before the Breeders' Cup itself. Yeah, and it makes sense. Uh, yeah. You've got a lot of the major horses going around the country, obviously, so you, you focus on the state breds and the horses you have in town, and, and you make a day out of it. And a good competitive day, that's for sure. Got to tell everybody out there, you got to make sure you get John Lindo's uh, Lindo report for Santa Anita and uh, Keeneland. Today, you got a full uh, Lindo report for Keeneland Racecourse that, of course, has a late pick four and all the goody information at the bottom, only in one place, the South Point Racebook free of charge. And if they picked up a, a Santa Anita Lindo report on Sunday and uh, bet the suggested late pick four at Santa Anita, you hit it four out of four for one hundred and forty-two dollars and thirty cents for fifty cents, uh, right on the sheet there. The suggested late pick four on Sunday. Yeah, I think we had six top choice winners on Sunday, so yeah. that was a good day, and we'll yeah. try and roll some momentum through the weekend. Get started today with Keeneland. Uh, I, I'm looking forward, and you know, I, they got a little rain last night, like John Hardoon said, and mm -hmm. they need it. Uh, that main track has been kind of kind of cuppy and dusty, and yeah. I think some rain is only going to tighten that track up. So. Look for maybe some faster times today if that track comes up listed as good before the first race. Yeah, that was very noticeable, the uh, dust uh, being kicked up on the dirt. And, you know, with the way the weather is there as well, the turf course uh, w could get real hard too, and uh, that'll help out the turf course as well, I think. 
Yeah, but once it gets a little rain this time of year, you know, it's so cool at night, it yeah. doesn't really dry out. So if, if they get a lot of rain, I would expect that turf course to stay kind of damp through the Breeders' Cup. So we'll see how much they got and how it looks today. So, John, are you going to be uh, you going to roll on out uh, to uh, Keeneland after the uh, Breeders' Cup Classic and put a bid on for that 2.5 of flight line? <laughs> no, uh, you know, I, I wish I could. Uh, you know, it, it, that's an interesting proposition. Yeah. There's a lot of variables in what that is actually going to be worth because we won't know until after the Breeders' Cup will he will, will he run next year? Yeah. Uh, you know, will he just go straight to stud? Um, you know, they value his stud fee, let's say seventy to eighty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So that makes that two percent worth about two million bucks. And uh, you know, you get all the uh, responsibilities that come with that. So. Um, but it's interesting. It's something to talk about, and, and we'll see if he moves that value up after the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, no question about that. And uh, also, um, the fact is that you're right. We'll know if he won the Breeders' Cup Classic or not by that time. But will we know if they're going to uh, you know, uh, send him right to the breeding shed after that victory or maybe go for some bigger prizes uh, next year uh, across the pond? Right. The, the, you know, the announcement has not been made yet whether he will go straight to stud or whether he will race next year, and, and that will have an impact on, on you know, what his value is. But, you know, let, let's say you buy into him and you're now a part owner. Uh, you've got that insurance premium if you're going to race him next year. And if you value the horse at $80 million, <laughs> that's not a cheap premium to pay. No. And uh, as uh, we've already been warned, at least I have, by our insurance companies, for us, the people who have, like, homeowner's insurance and and all sorts of other insurances, including your auto, it's going up. So I would imagine that is, too. I would think so, too. I haven't checked it lately, and I'm glad I don't have to to pay that bill. Yeah, don't open the envelope if you get anything from your insurance company until after the Breeders' Cup. We want to keep a nice, good, positive frame of mind for the Breeders' Cup seminar. Uh, update on uh, trainers and jockeys at uh, Keeneland? Yeah, going into this week, Tyler Gaffleone is your leading jockey. He's got 14 winners there. Uh, Luis Saez is right behind with 13, and Florent Giroux rounds out the top three. He's got 10 wins. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you had mentioned James Graham last week. Just thought uh, I mentioned out of his last 15 mounts, he's had four wins, each of those averaging 17 to yeah. 1. So he's he a positive ROI jockey. He is a great long shot rider in that part of the country. Always has been. It's it's just, uh, yeah, you can take him at big prices. As far as the trainers go, uh, we've got Todd Pletcher. Uh, he's got nine wins. Brad Cox is second with seven. And then you have Steve Asmussen, Mike Maker, Wesley Ward, and Kenny McPeak. They each have six wins. All right. Well, it seemed like McPeak was always in the winner's circle for at least one race last week. But there are other trainers that are still looking for the uh, first win, right? Yeah, you know, Hall of Famer Bill Mott, he has not won a race of the meet. He's 0 for 12. I don't expect that to continue. We'll mm-hmm. see when, when he pops up. And as far as the favorites overall, they're mm-hmm. running right about the average now, about 35% for the meet. That's okay. That's that, that's fine. I'll, we can deal with that. All right, so we got 35% chance of rain today. Uh, you know, uh, take a look at the, um, you know, the uh, signal before you play the races. But the Linda Report is out there. Selections in each race, late pick four suggestion, and all this goody information that we just got, plus more. On one sheet, and that is the Linda Report right now, exclusively, only, free, complimentary at the South Point Racebook, where we'll be holding that seminar. They really do love horse players there. All right. Absolutely, and yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, I like getting uh, getting uh, in touch with John and uh, getting his feel, and you know, from a numbers perspective, from a ragas and sheets perspective, we'll look at some of those races for the Breeders' Cup. I guess uh, Golden Powell, uh, late breaking news, Golden Powell's been retired and is going to Ashford Stud after the Breeders' Cup. After the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. He will run in the Breeders' Cup yeah. sprint, and then he'll go to Stud. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Get a pick. Okay, let's go to the third race today, Keelan. You guys are working on the early pick five. Here's another leg of the pick five. Yeah. In the third race, those that have run, there isn't a whole lot of early speed in here. And the first-time starter, number four, Adeline Julia, mm-hmm. has shown a lot of speed in the morning, a good steady work pattern. Her trainer, Ignacio Correas, also entered number three, Colonel Grace, I think to make the race fill so this race would go. So all intentions to me look, looks like this horse is well meant. Six to one on the morning line, number four, Adeline Julia, race number three at Keeneland. All right, the third race, number four, Adeline Julia, is John Lendo's pick. Nice six to one on the morning line, the four in the third race. So, 
as you guys came in with your selections, we can build an early pick five if you guys get there and hit that thing for 30 bucks because the first race has six horses. You take an all there and hope you can beat the six to five favorite. The second race has 10 horses. This is before scratches. Uh, so you've got uh, 60 there, and then you go single, single, single. So you take the 60, you divide it by two because it's a 50-cent bet, and it's a $30 play. $30 to do all, all, single, single, single in the pick five, and uh, certainly uh, should pay more than 30 bucks. Let's be right. Let's, let's get that home, and we'll have a little uh, seed money for the weekend. Yeah, and uh, it overlaps, of course, with the uh, late pick five and your suggested late pick four that also starts in the fifth race, the last of the uh, pick six races, a uh, pick five, I should say, the last of the early pick five races at Keeneland. And, again, don't forget, they do have a carryover in their pick six as well. Uh, eight races today at Keeneland. Let's, uh, let's see if we can keep it dry for Breeders' Cup weekend. But, uh, you know, as you mentioned to me, uh, John, if, uh, if it does come with rain there, it's an interesting, uh, you know, an interesting uh, added uh, handicapping tool. Well, like I say, that main track has been a little bit cuppy and loose, and, and the times have been just a little bit dull. I want to see how the races are running on the dirt today. I'm expecting some fast times based on what I saw the horses galloping this morning on video. So, And then we'll see how the turf course plays. I think they could use a little rain on that grass course as well. So uh, a little weather would, you know, it's very strange for Kentucky this time of year to be dry this long. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we've got a dry spell coming up. Uh, you know, we've been under a drought for years here in Las Vegas. But believe it or not, Lake Mead has uh, has filled up five five feet more than it was before. So I don't know where that uh, that's coming from, but it's good news for us. Well, yeah, a little bit of monsoon weather this summer. So yeah. that, that didn't hurt. Yeah. And there's a lot of snowpack going on on the uh, side of the Colorado River in uh, Colorado that uh, feeds the, uh, the, uh, the um, you know, the water that comes into Lake Mead as well. So uh, maybe we can help out a little bit there. But uh, for those folks here in town, you just keep uh, steadfast to the uh, new uh, watering rights and watering rules for your lawns. That's for sure. In any case, uh, we will wrap up today's show reminding everybody that the Lindo Report for today at Keeneland is available right now at the uh, South Point Racebook. And we are, well, what about an, uh, about two hour, about an hour away now for the announcement of uh, the pre-entries on FanDuel TV. It used to be TVG. I guess they call it FanDuel now, right? It's, yeah, FanDuel. In about an hour, they'll announce who was entered, and we'll see if there's anybody conspicuous that did not show up in the pre-entries. That's right. That's what we're looking for, the pre-entries. Who's missing? We all know what we think who's there, but who's missing could be uh, important. John, you're deputized to say it. Have a great race day, everybody.